All right. Hey there. Welcome back. Grapevine CrossFit podcast uh, episode. I don't even know at this point, three or three and a half, three and a half. Brandon Head back here with you. My co-host, Jamie Jakes. Hi. One half of 18th in the world CrossFit team series, uh, athletic trainer, chiropractic student, Instagrammer. Instagrammer. That's yeah, a new one. That about sounds Re- Recently added, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, guys. So today we're going to talk about nutrition. We originally did this and it didn't come out very well. So uh, hopefully we have that fixed and uh, we're going to get after it. We are live here in the studios powered by Starbucks. Yes, sir. Fueled up, ready to go. So uh, nutrition, let's dive right into it. Actually, before we do that, maybe we have, is there any gym talk we have to have to cover? Yeah, I mean, we, we haven't covered a whole lot. First of all, we got, uh, I think we should bring up Leo, right? Yes. Our little our little hero in our in our gym. He's, uh, what, what's the word on him? He's, he's doing, seems like he's in pretty good spirits. You know, he's fighting. So for those that don't know, um, Cassie and Loka's kiddo, Leo, was uh, diagnosed with a uh, form of cancer. And so he's had some a uh, couple surgeries and he is hard fighting. The gym's backing him 100%. There's a whole host of people backing him 100%. It's, uh, it's actually been really cool to see all these people come together uh, for this kiddo and this family. I think that's kind of the, the, the culture around here has been really cool to see, I guess, in that respect. Yep. Know? I mean, it, it, it sucks that this is the way we we have to express it, but it uh, it just shows how much if any of us need help, we'll, we'll come out and help them. I know Stacia uh, made some quinoa spaghetti. We call it we call it pischetti. Pischetti. Yeah, pischetti. <laughs> uh, and I, I know they they really appreciated that. We speaking of nutrition podcast, but I've got a big thing of quinoa spaghetti in yeah. my. I got it from Costco. We uh, yeah, that's where we get it from. But yeah, I've been. The whole whole uh, community's been like bringing them food, and uh, I think I think we got a little bit of a pool of uh, money together to. I think they bought like a, a mattress for the hospital because those mattresses kind of probably suck a little bit. Yeah. So, so he's he's comfortable when he's there. I think he just finished, or he's finishing up right now his second round of chemo, from what I understand. And uh, yeah, cool. all, all I see is all I see is big smiles out of him. So he's he's. Uh, Saying in good spirit, shout out to Leo if he's listening. Yeah, thoughts and prayers uh, with the Mistretta family on that one, and uh, we'll keep everybody up to date on that too, uh, how they're progressing along. Other other stuff, we got some, we have some uh, competitions coming up. Again, we had uh, Jamie and Travis participate in the team series. Team series that was that was a fun time. Week one went really well. We we were sitting at fifteenth in the world, ahead of a lot of really really fit guys. <laughs> week week two still went pretty well. It went very well considering everything that that uh, we kind of had to fight through. Travis uh, Travis lost his dog. had had to put him down like Thursday, and then we had to tr- we had like the workout Friday. So I was like, I didn't say anything, but I'm like, oh, you're stressed out. Like this isn't gonna go well. Like the worst workouts I ever have are when I'm stressed out. Yeah. So we we fought through that, and then. The next day we had the 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, uh, bar muscle ups and uh, squat snatches. And right when I saw that announced, I'm like, oh, I'm going to tear my hands. But I did not realize the extent 
of how bad my hands were getting torn. Luckily, Stacia was there to like wipe the blood off the bar and and Brandon, you, a little camera, you can probably still see the, the, the little scars left over. Some remnants here. Yep. So I uh, had to fight through that a bit. And we pulled out uh, to drop a little bit to 19th. And then they let they let a couple games athletes post their scores late, <laughs> which was kind of sucked. But classic CrossFit. Yeah, classic CrossFit. <laughs> um, dropped us down to 20, but... I have to give credit where credit's due. They caught a couple cheaters and um, made up some scores or didn't record their workouts or whatever and wiped their scores away. So now we're up to 18th in the world. Bam. Um, so that went well. Uh, Parker Fit uh, with Rich Froning, my school puts on, well, it was the second annual um, uh, cross fitness competition. Rich, Rich Froning comes down, he grabs a clipboard, and he starts counting reps. It's a lot of fun. Um, got to talk to him a little bit. Oh, I, I won that, and I got to talk to him a little bit. How is Rich in person? He is awesome. Like, if you listen to his podcast, he's like, the, the first year, so I know he's a Lions fan. So, because I'm, you know, I'm a Rich Froning fanboy. <laughs> and, and and the first year, I, um, I, I wore, I knew he'd be there, so I wore my Lions shirt to the finals. And I won that, and Rich is like, oh, Lions. And I'm like, I just like, ah, I know you're a Lions fan. Like, I didn't even try and play it off. Like, I just wanted to be friends with you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then I we have, I know his, one of his cousins, he's got like 100 cousins, and I live in the Midwest, so obviously I know one of his cousins. Went to school with him, Pat Finn. Shout out to Pat. You're probably not listening. But <laughs> shout out to Pat Finn. And uh, I, I come up to him again this year. Parents are there. Oh, hey, hey, Rich. I'm like, you know, like kind of celebrity guy. Like I'm going to be like, I'm going to introduce myself again. Like I'm going to say, hey, we met last year here, like blah, blah, blah. And before I could even do that, Rich is like telling my parents like, oh, yeah, like I remember you. You won last year. Like and he's like, you know, my cousin Pat. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> like I can't believe you remembered that. He's like, yeah. He's like, oh, you know, I remember your mustache. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who could forget the mustache? That kind of makes a little bit more sense. And uh, inside scoop, Rich is not too happy about the changes to the games. Uh, and they are doing, so they're not going to make a super team. They are going to Wadapalooza to try and qualify there with Dre. Uh, he's like kind of their camera guy kind of behind the scenes media guy. And he also happens to be like super, super duper fit. And he's been, I kind of feel bad for him because he's been one of the guys that's been like clawing his way through regionals, like making his way up the up the leaderboard every year. He's taking solid jumps every year and like, hey, you're not doing regionals anymore. And you're probably never going to qualify as an individual. So sorry. <laughs> but um, you think anybody that hangs out with Rich is not fit? <laughs> you know what? Like, when I when I started seeing, because um, I, I watched their their Mayhem Monday videos, I don't think they do them much anymore. But they had that Ted guy, and and I was like, oh, that that's Ted. Like he kind of always jokes about how everyone's more fit than him, and it like turns out he's like he he's on their on their team, and they get like sixteenth in the world, just yeah. like they're like eight fittest guy in their gym. Like yeah. oh geez, yeah. but. I did beat him in. I did beat him in the World Wide Open. Bam. I beat him by ten spots. So that's my claim to fame. I beat Ted, <laughs> <laughs> and then. But to be fair, um, I probably would have drowned uh, in the swim event. 
at the games. But anyways, yeah, Rich, uh, they're doing they're doing a lot of Palooza. They're pulling up Kristen Miller, who probably should have been on Mayhem Freedom this year because he's probably their fittest or second fittest girl there. And uh, and Dre because Matt's done. Matt was like pretty much done, kind of on the fence, halfway over the fence. And then I think the announcements came along and he's like, see ya. <laughs> I'm out. And uh, so Rich is, Rich is still doing it. They're, hopefully they'll qualify. But yeah, he's a really good guy. What's up next for us? Shout out to Xander, Travis and I, Space Force Freedom. That's our team name. <laughs> is uh, going to the Triple Threat, which is somewhere around here. And then we're going up to Argyle the following weekend for MTX. Consequently, if the Grapevine CrossFit community doesn't see us for the Halloween, the Halloween Helen workout, and then the what's the next one, the no shower happy hour deal, I uh, can't go to either of those because I will be competing. <laughs> got to do what you got to do, you know. Yeah, got to. We'll be rooting for you. Yep, got to got to compete in these local <clears throat> competitions. We had a couple of ladies. Uh, yeah. Finished first in the team scream last weekend over at CrossFit 817, and it was Esri and Cassie, I think, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, good job, ladies. Just uh, putting the name out there and really uh, crushing the competition. People know who we are when we roll in there, so let's uh, let's keep doing that. Yep. Well, you know what? Legends of the Wad, we have to talk about. That was a lot of fun, wasn't it? That was a lot of fun. <laughs> we had, uh, you know, so fourth year doing Legends of the Wad, which is arguably the number one master's fitness competition in the world. Yes. And uh, it was funny because some lady had commented about that exact quote on, <laughs> I think it was on Google, one of the Google reviews. She had <laughs> quoted that uh, since you threw it out there a few times. But a few times, you know, fourth being the fourth year, it ran really smooth. Everything was uh, on time. I think we were a little ahead of time. Everybody loved it. We got a bunch of good feedback, and we really appreciated uh, all the the uh, volunteers that helped out that day. Guys, if y'all missed it, Jamie was the MC for the day and crushed it, in my opinion. And we got a lot of good feedback on that too. So when so I showed up that morning, and you were like, or someone came up to me and was like, "Do you want to get on the mic?" And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've told this story a couple times, actually, because that's exactly how it went down. You know, I was like, hey, uh, you maybe want to do this? And it was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm going through the first, I think, uh, workout to start it. And I could see out of the corner of my eye. He's over there kind of watching me. And I just walked up. I was like, hey, do you want to go now? And he just grabs the mic and runs with it. <laughs> it was hilarious. And yeah, no, dude, just uh, you did a yeah. great job. I don't know. Awesome. I don't know what you had in mind or what you expected out of me, but I don't think it was that. <laughs> it, it couldn't have gone any better. Yeah, that so, was. Yeah. And big thanks to everybody who helped out that day. Big thanks to all the athletes that came out and braved the weather. Uh, it was kind of wet all day long, but, you know, still had a great event. No real um, big injuries that I know of, and uh, everybody had a great time. So, yeah, it went really well. Yep, a lot of really fit people there, for sure. I guess that's kind of it. We have uh, we do have a no-shower happy hour coming up on November 2nd, which is uh, at 6 p.m. over at Grapevine Brewery, which is right down the road. It's also now, I think they're in partnership with Hop and Steam. If uh, you had some of their beers at our competition, that's who you are going to go support if you're there. Keep in mind, 
you don't have to drink guys. It's just a social gathering at a place that was uh, convenient and kind of fun to do with food trucks and live music and things like that. So mark your calendars, November 2nd at 6 PM. Be there, be square. Halloween Helen is coming up next weekend, which would two, be two weekends, two weekends, which would be October 27th, starting at 9 a.m. That's always a good time for uh, anybody new to the gym or to the, the Halloween function that we throw. We dress up. Uh, costumes are definitely encouraged. We have a little costume contest and a get together after we do the workout at 9 a.m. Usually lasts till about noon or so or as long as you want to stay. So we welcome you out with that. Uh, friends and family, kids, you're all welcome. So we hope to see you there to that too. I guess being that, we've, we've burned about 15 minutes talking on this. So let's dive right into uh, nutrition. Let's do it. Uh, the first thing on the list here is, uh, it's subjective at best to me, is uh, let's kind of go back and forth on what we feel like, what a good diet looks like. Let's start from the competitive side and we'll work our way across. Yeah, I'm kind of funny, at least as a competitor. Because I've kind of decided to get away from the processed sugars. I know a lot of a lot of competitive athletes like to have the sugary drinks, like intro workout, like right before or during or right after. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I've just kind of decided to get away from that uh, for personal reasons. And I think that's what I would recommend for my future patients um, when I'm a chiropractor. I feel like I should kind of live that way if I'm going to recommend people do that. So I'm kind of funny in that as far as competitive nutrition and nutrition for living super long, there's not a whole lot of difference other than at least for me, I don't get to have as much fun, cheat type deals, uh, which is also pretty specific to me because I know a lot of competitive athletes like to splurge a little bit. The competitive crossfitters sure do like their donuts. They do. And a lot of them are pretty shredded. <laughs> so, you know, what's going on there? To each their own. I don't know. Who man. knows? Their freaks are yeah. uh, their freaks or something else. Let's let's just uh for the sake of not diving down the rabbit hole, say that they're freaks. <laughs> so, I, I hope they're all I hope they're all just freaks and they train really hard and they can eat all the donuts they want and be six percent body fat. So the difference in a for me and, and in the gym and, and how that how I work with people in general is not much different from a competitive exerciser to a non-competitive exerciser. It's just the amount of energy needed and energy yep. either is going to be your fats or your carbs. So let's talk a little bit about macronutrients, I guess, and kind of break down why they're important, what they mean, and kind of give a perspective on what how we kind of determine an energy requirement for somebody either in your position or just the everyday person that comes in here and just wants to be healthy. Yeah. So obviously if you're competitive, the one thing I do have to do as a competitive athlete, you know, my training sessions are usually uh, two, two and a half hours from warm up uh, to cool down uh, and stretch. I need a little bit of carbs in between that. Uh, most com most competitive people will just slam down like a, a drink or something like that. I'll I'll actually bring some fresh fruit, and that's specific to me. I know I know a lot of people like Stacia. She can't really eat fruit in in between workouts because it just doesn't sit well with her stomach. But I can just slam a couple of the little mini oranges, the cuties, and that uh, that has that has gives me a little bit of a, a boost in energy. There's some pretty good research behind that too for longer workouts. Hormonally, you kind of 
throw your cortisol out of whack if you're training super hard for super long and a little bit of carbs in between can help out. But yeah, uh, I think if you're working out, you probably need a little bit of carbs and a pretty good amount of protein after workout would be a pretty good uh, recommendation. What do you think? Uh, definitely. And I wanted to touch real quick on one thing, your, your thoughts on um, this might be a little bit deeper than we need to go, but since we're talking about it, the difference between a majority fructose-based carb versus a glucose-based carb. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? You know, science will say that fructose tends to be geared more towards the liver, right? Yeah. If you heard that. Uh, And the glucose uptick in your muscle would be more beneficial. So, i.e. being like you're eating an orange, which is from what I understand, majority fructose versus let's say like uh, rice, which is majority glucose, if not all glucose. Yeah. What's your opinion on that? Starches. I don't know. I've played, I've played around with a lot of it. I'll usually go like more starchy after a workout, intro workout. For me, I just like, I like the fructose. I know, I don't know. I had a professor tell me in undergrad once that fructose, uh, you don't really have a big of as big of an insulin response or no insulin response to fructose, which is interesting. And I haven't really been able to personally feel a difference between either either or. And I don't know. I can't I can't make a recommendation for either. And I haven't really done a whole lot of research outside of that. I think that would be an interesting topic all in itself. Okay. Because there's some processes going on in the body that has to do with converting some of that stuff via the liver into energy versus just refilling your muscles, which are both not immediate processes. Yeah. They do help. That's why that's where sugar can play a big role because it's quick, right? Yeah. Versus uh, just regular, more like uh, something that rice is another good example, which is starch and glucose versus sugar just like 100% sugar or something like that. Anyway, that's a different direction. I kind of went ahead, but I thought it was a a cool little mention. A good point to bring up here is really no difference in the diet between you and somebody else other than them just having a shitty diet, but of how much energy they need. You need a little bit more energy than they would need. Energy, we'll just call it here, carbs. Uh, But I I agree with you 100% that everybody could benefit from some level of carbohydrate intake if they're working out. Yep. And we, and we kind of, we went pretty deep into it last, last time we tried this nutrition talk that didn't work out, but, um, I guess, I guess we'll kind of, uh, address it right now is the, um, the ketogenic and now the carnivore craze, um, the ketogenic, which is the high fat, moderate protein, like no carbs basically. And the carnivore diet, which is, um, I would not recommend. Uh, there's no research to, to back its effectiveness, which is just all meat and all red meat. Um, kind of scary that people are jumping on board with that without any research to back it. Yeah. I mean, everyone needs carbs and we also have to keep in mind that those diets are designed for people who are sick. Um, they're originally designed for people with epilepsy and it turns out if you have some sort of metabolic disorder or some really bad food intolerances, those will work for you better than a, a standard like balanced diet. And we also touched on how our diets 
aren't very like sexy because we don't have like a brand or a club that we're a part of. We're just like, uh, we eat a lot of vegetables. We eat some meat, you know, I guess, I guess we're kind of on the, like the CrossFit diet, uh, meat, vegetables. Although I say vegetables first. Over what? Everything. Everything. Yeah. Vegetables, meat, fruit, nuts, seeds, a little bit of starch and no sugar. Do you follow, uh, any of, uh, Michael Poulon's work? No. He's big on, it's not a plant-based diet, but it's plant first. Yeah. You know, so. Yep. And, and, uh, I know I've heard, um, uh, comp train Ben Bergeron, uh, and I can't, I can't recite it, but he's like mostly plants. And when he says mostly plants, he means like out of those plants, mostly vegetables and fruit and then meat, you know, fish, nuts, seeds, everything else comes second. The, the vegetarian and the vegan club have kind of taken the plant-based term, but I'm like, Hey guys, like I'm plant-based too. Like I just like eat a little bit or like a moderate amount of, of animal products. So, Hey, let me, <laughs> let me, let me join the club too. I, I eat a lot of plants. So if people want to join the non-sexy nutrition club, yeah, it's going to look like a little bit of fat, a good helping of protein, a lot of vegetables and potentially some starch depending on your goals. Yep. And that, that is, you brought that up last time. The big difference is, uh, you like to, and I, I kind of tend to agree with you is, is you like to, the amount of starch is indicated by how much work you're doing Yes, that day. Right. And I like that. That's, that's, uh, that seems like it makes a lot of sense to me. It, you got to look at what, what you're burning, you know, right. If you're, if you're on a rest day and you're walking around and you're very aerobic, you're burning fat. So it kind of makes sense to eat a little bit more fat and a little bit less carbs that day unless you just totally destroy yourself the day before and you need to refuel, which I guess would be a different, another, <laughs> not another difference between me and um, people who aren't crazy about being super duper fit. But uh, yeah, that, that, uh, that seems to make sense. You want to bring up next. Uh, so we can relate kind of this baseline to what your goals are. Yeah. Right. So if you're looking to be competitive, you simply just need more food. Uh, if you look at some of the, I like using high-end CrossFitters, really high-level CrossFitters, because you can watch specific ones at the games every year. And if you follow any of them on Instagram or Facebook and know what they're eating, you can see which ones are going to bonk and crash within the first day. And it's hilarious because it it's never fails. And you see they start, they're really good too. You know I mean? They're at the games, but they just take a dive bomb after the first day. And generally it's because they don't feed themselves properly prior. Uh, and I think that's kind of the, the point here is the more work that you like to do, that you're trying to require your body to do, the more food that you're going to need. Yep. And Bottom line. something, something that's pretty interesting that I've found is I've been, I haven't been doing it for super long, but, uh, I've definitely wasn't as fit as I am now when I first started is when you first start out, you do not have the capacity to burn as much calories as you do when you're super fit. So those in an hour of an hour of work from an average CrossFitter to someone uh, 
like me, Travis, or Xander, even though our movements are far more efficient, we still have the capacity to burn through a lot more energy than people who are are just starting out or uh, whatever. And also going up the line, guys like Rich Ferroni and Matt Fraser can burn way more than we can. So don't don't look at what they're eating and how much they're eating and be like, oh, I I should be eating that. Like, no, you're going to get fat because we are not burning as much as they are burning. That's a funny, uh, <laughs> funny correlation because I, I used to make some comments about stuff and specifically Olympic weightlifters. Some of the things I've seen with with uh, that group of people in powerlifters for that regard, because they have their their people they like to follow or whatever. Yep. And they see that and they try to eat like them. And next thing you know, they're just fat. Yep. And you're like, guys, this guy is over here repping out 600 plus pounds on deadlifts and you're ripping out 135 and you can't eat like a 600 pound deadlifter. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Well, also, also we can bring up we in, in powerlifting, there are two different types of meats. There's so the, the, um, they call it geared. Mm-hmm. Geared means is code for you're allowed to take anything you want. You can take all the steroids, all the testosterone, uh, and you know, not going to get too far into it. But if you're a natural athlete, you cannot eat the same way as someone who is manipulating their endocrine system with artificial stuff. Right. You know. All right, friends, that was the end of part one of nutrition. It went pretty long the other day, so we had to cut it into three pieces. You can uh, tune in next week, hopefully next Wednesday for part two, and we appreciate you listening.